Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. All right. Hello, everyone. Susie Petrozzi here. Um, I'm really, really excited to be having a conversation with a very dear friend and colleague, uh, Bernadette Payne. Bernadette, hello and welcome. Hello. We've had a lot of conversations. <laughs> we have had a lot of conversations. Um, this has been a long time coming um, and I think it's nice to have this conversation given our relationship, given the work that you and I continue to do on ourselves. And I felt that it would be, um, I'll do a little bit of an intro, but actually I'll, you know, I'll also get you to do that. But I just think that what you do is so powerful and I see so many, so much alignment between what you and I do, you know, and we love having conversations mm. about this. So yeah. um, I'm excited to really dive into our conversation today and unpack a little bit about, yeah, how do we let go of the past and, you know, let that be reflected in our wardrobe so that mm. wardrobe reflects who are we, you know, who are we now at this point in our mm. life. Um, just a quick intro and then I'll, I would love for you to speak a little bit more about that, your own background, but you, you're a personal stylist, well-known, well-recognised in your field, um, award-winning stylist. You have, but I know that what you do and why you do what you do comes from that experience in the fashion industry, maybe 12 years, if not more, probably. I've worked in fashion for 20 years. 20, okay. Mm. I don't know where I've got the Makes me sound old. <laughs> I'm talking about specifically, in, yeah, the industry, but it seems, sounds like that was a big chunk of your life. So, um, yeah, how did you start to be, to get to where you are now? Share a little bit about that. It's interesting because this has come up quite a bit lately um, because my own son's about to go into high school. I chose my high school based on being able to study textiles. So I think I've always loved clothing and what it means, what it meant for me was um, a feeling. It was always about a feeling. And so straight after school, I studied fashion and then um I spent a lot of time in the industry, which is a really hard industry to be in um, for lots of reasons. Um, and I, I worked as a fashion buyer in towards the last five year, five plus years. And although I loved it, it was the dream job and I was going overseas and I was, um, you know, predicting trends and I was presenting trends to major retailers and designing ranges. I never got to see what happened to the clothes after I dropped them off at a port and they then went into a store and I never understood the rest of the journey and who, who made happy or how they wore it or where they wore it. And I feel like now I've jumped the fence and I'm less about trends and buying and consuming and more about how do your clothes make you feel? Are they, we should be buying less. We should be wearing what we own more. Um, and if it should be making us feel like ourselves. And so now it's, it's like a flip, but I've bought everything that I learned to everyday people, because I think we all deserve to know what works on us and what suits us and why. So the education behind and the art of dressing, because mm. there's an art to it. Okay. So tell us just what you do now and how you do it. 
So, look, people come to me for all different reasons, but really if you broke it down, most people just want to know how to dress well for themselves in the time of their life that they're in because that's confidence and there's there's no right or wrong way to dress. The, the only thing that's, that it, I believe is true is that how you feel in your clothes and if you know that your clothes suit you and flatter you and are aligned with your lifestyle and what you know, what you're going out and doing and getting dressed for, then that's the right way to dress because it's practical, um, but you're going to feel confident. So most people come to me because they all say to me, I've got a wardrobe full of clothes and nothing to wear. And it sounds so cliched, but it's spot on. And, you know, the other thing is saying, I think 20%, we wear 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time. So what is in our wardrobe and why do we feel overwhelmed when we open our wardrobe? And that's generally why people come to me. They say, I want to get rid of things that don't work for me anymore. And I want to open up my wardrobe and have pieces ready to wear because I don't want to waste time in the morning. We're all very busy. I mean, I want to feel good. And if I just skip to the let's go shopping, I've actually overlooked the real transformational part, which is where we start in the wardrobe. Because if we just went shopping, we're just adding more overwhelm to what we already have. Um, I want to know what's in your wardrobe that we can utilise, what's missing, um, and what's t- what is time to say goodbye to things? What can we get rid of in your wardrobe so that you don't have the constant reminder that things don't fit? Um, you were given gifts that were expensive and you or emotional and you see them every day but feel guilty that you're not wearing them. Um, or you spend a lot of money on it and it reminds you every day that you spend a lot of money on it. And I don't want people to feel like that in their wardrobes. I want them to feel more empowered. I can identify with a lot of that. A lot of that resonates with me having gone through the process with Mm. you um, several years ago now. And what I really loved experiencing with you is you really getting to know who I am and how that was being reflected in the clothes that I had in my wardrobe, what worked, what didn't work, why not. And then as we went and did a shop, just because I wanted a few new pieces, um, you really touched on, like those pieces reflected who I was. And one of the things that you, I think, touched on is you were talking about my strength and my softness, which really Mm. is you know, it's who I am and it was reflected in something that in a conversation. I loved that. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Um, and when I got that, how you picked that up from a conversation that I had, which mm-hmm. I was just saying, you know, I wasn't aware of that. When you pick that and when you, you touched on that and you highlighted that, it's like everything just came together. I feel that really what you do is you, you allow people, you, you help them integrate different parts of themselves. You know, I say that because, hey, that's what I do in my own work. But you, you, you do it through, through mm. clothes, but it's not about the clothes. So speak more to that about the process that happens, what you see people go through, women and men, because you work with both. Um, when you, yeah, when you're working with them. You know, I'm curious yeah. about that, how, how they evolve as, as part of what you're mm. doing. It's a really good question. And I think it's important to say that I never step into anyone's wardrobe without having a really good conversation um, and ask some questions about what they want to achieve. Um, 
in the wardrobe. I don't want to assume anything. Um, and I also have a conversation around, yes, identity, the lifestyle that you lead, um, what you're getting dressed for, um, your values. Like, I want to know your value. How much are you comfortable spending on clothing? Um, what matters to you? Someone said to me the other day, Bernadette, do you like look stylish when you go to the gym? And I was like, not at all. I go to the gym to sweat. I, there's no mirrors there and I don't care and I don't spend money on my gym clothes because I don't value that. Um, that to me is just something I do. Uh, and whereas other people like to wear gym gear all day long. So what do you value? What, what matters to you? Yeah. Um, that's just one little example. But um, so I want to I know all those things before I go into your wardrobe because it is such an intimate part of uh, your life. And it's, I mean, I feel very honoured when people trust me enough to share um, their wardrobes with me because there's a lot of stories that come out. For some people, um, it can just be simple and it's just a bit of fun. Um, for others, it can be a real emotional breakthrough. And and for other people, they might feel shame. And I, I heard a quote recently, um, Brene Brown, and I love this, shame cannot survive where there's empathy. And if I can have a conversation with someone first and get to know them, there can't be any judgment within their wardrobe and there can't be shame because we're all different. And I just think that's such a good quote. And I think we can apply that in many ways, but there's no judgment because everybody's story is different. And uh, so I love that people invite me in and I have to have a conversation first to understand them. Um, and then it's, let's try these things on because if the garments don't fit and the clothes don't fit, mm. it's very clear that those pieces either need to be packed up and put away for a while mm. or it's time to get rid of them because, and one, because visually it looks good if it fits well. Mm. But two, I think a lot of women are really good at torturing themselves and saying, yeah, but I'm just fat and I need to lose five kilos and, and my response to that is you deserve to feel good today. So putting on a pair of pants that you think I feel fat in or I look fat in is mm. torture. And actually it just doesn't fit you well. And you deserve a pair of pants that fits you well, that you can go to work or go and meet girlfriends for a drink or go to the pub, whatever it is that you're doing, you should deserve to feel good. You don't deserve to feel all day that you're five kilos too heavy. Mm. Um, so fit's really important. And you know what? Maybe you'll never fit into those pants again because this is that whole letting go of the past. You know, as women, our bodies are changing all the time. And mm. realistically, some things may fit again, but some things by the time you fit into them, you may not like them anymore. They may not be relevant or they, um, they just aren't, they're just not right for you and how you want to present yourself because they've been worn a lot, they've been loved a lot, they've served the purpose that they had, but it's time to say goodbye to them. So there's all sort of different reasons why I never just say, you don't look good in this, it's time to get rid of it. I want people to understand why it's time to say goodbye to a piece um, because there's more power in that. That's they, I, the people ask me all the time, do you just, do you have arguments with people about what they should get rid of? And I say, no, because if I can show them why it's not good for them, they are so happy to get rid of it um, because they know why. And so a huge part of what I do is being able to empower you to be able to make the decisions and know why mm. time to part with it. And 
you know, there's, there's always, like, there's always this sort of unusual piece or something in somebody's wardrobe um, that's got a story attached to it or, and I think, I think a really good example of that is I had a client that um, she was going back into the corporate space and she'd had two kids close together and she she said to me, I'm, my job's really taxing. I've got two little kids. I need to be able to get up in the morning and just get dressed and not overthink things. So, and she had quite a small wardrobe, so that was great. We could mix and match different outfits and document, you know, how she could get dressed in the morning really quickly with some photos to put on the um, wardrobe. But there was a dress in the wardrobe and it was, um, it had like a draped neck. It came down past her knee. It was, um, so it had a little bit of shape in it, but it was very simple. And she's quite petite. And I said to her, tell me about this, this dress in your wardrobe. And she said, oh, my husband bought this for me for my wedding anniversary. And she said, I see it every day. I've never worn it. Um, I see it every day. And I, I feel like shame or guilt that um, he bought that for me and I, I don't wear it. So I put it on, we tried to belt it, we tried to, you know, if we altered it, what would it look like? And we really came to the conclusion that it wasn't really suiting her style, how she wanted to um, present herself, um, and it didn't suit her body shape. And, in fact, even the colour didn't really suit. So we put it aside because she wasn't quite ready to make the decision about getting rid of it. Um, And we continued on within the wardrobe. And not long after, her husband came back from the park with their two kids and she said oh I'm not getting rid of the dress don't worry and he said what dress I don't what is it (laughs) and this you know he was not attached to that dress at all in fact he'd forgotten he bought it for her and they laughed and they got rid of it and she was like gosh I've been looking at that like every day in my wardrobe feeling guilty so I'm sharing this because we hold on to things for we give meaning to things that we don't need to mm. and once it's gone and we can say goodbye to it and you know what, maybe it's going to go and make another woman really, really happy, um, we're free from that feeling. Yeah, and, and, you know, thank you so much for sharing that example because that's powerful because I'm sure, you know, most women will have that um, sentimental piece. I certainly have, whether it be from my mum, whether it be from, yeah. you know, someone else. And But I'm learning, I'm definitely learning how to, um, clear it out, let it go. If I'm not wearing it, um, what I think is really interesting is one that you really unpack, you work with them, you ask the question why so they can understand and they reach their decision making, mm. which like you said, it is so empowering to be able to um, allow that for, for a client, mm. allow them to do that. And, you know, one of the other things I want to add to what you're doing, what's interesting in the work that you do then, which um, this, this happens on so many levels, not just in my own work, yours, but, you know, maybe even with hairdressers, I don't know. But, when, you know, depending on the story that we'll t- tell ourselves about clothing, which also relates symbolically to anything else in life, is also the story that the central nervous tells ourselves, you know, mm. so then that runs through. You know, you reach it, you go for that, it's like, oh, no, shame, can't. Then we always go into this fight and flight, oh, no, I'll just, you know, turn away and not do anything. And that will be reflected in so many other situations in our life, no doubt. So what is some of the impact then of the work that you do with clients in other areas of life when they let go of the past? Yeah, I think, look, the feedback I get from women after we've done this just playing with clothes, 
Ruth's experience um, is just the confidence that they, I think it's letting go of things that isn't serving them. We know how heavy that can be. Mm. There's heaviness and there's lightness to what I do. So mm. some of the heaviness is getting rid of things that have been bogging them down. I mean, I have women that have, they'll say, this is my wardrobe and this is my other wardrobe and this is my other wardrobe and this is my other wardrobe. Um, and there's no judgment in that. It's just they've held on to things. But uh, sometimes it's taking over their home. It's, you know, it's their children saying, I want my bedroom back. You know, so there's a lot of heaviness in that because, you know, you could wash these, you could wear something different for almost a year and not have to wash. I mean, we do not need that many clothes. And I guess that, yeah, there's a heaviness because they're not letting go of anything. So it's like they're holding on to the past. Oh, this could serve me again. I spent money on that. I could wear that again one day. And then when they put it on, they're like, why am I holding on to this? Um, and it's like, I guess it's like when you clean up your house, you feel fresher, you feel clearer, you feel really that you've 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 freed up some area for something else in your life so a lot of time women say I feel like I can do much more now I don't feel so bogged down and I mean this is just clearing out a wardrobe but it's I think it's clearing out a lot more it certainly is isn't it um so you know I'm just curious what because I I know from the work that that you do you're very much about working with the person with what's important to them. You said, you know, values, where they're at. Um, um, and I love how you say you never assume where, the, you know, where they're at. You meet them, you meet them where they're at. Mm. So um, when you're like, in terms of just, you know, tips, you know, I've heard oh. you share some tips with women around, you know, when they're shopping for something or when they want to buy themselves something new or they're, they don't know, they don't know what to, they often struggle with that. What would you say when it comes to that? Mm. I've heard you share some pretty cool tips. <laughs> I could talk forever about all of this. Um, and, you know, I've started running workshops around um, what makes up a dream wardrobe and how, you know, how can you shop with more purpose? And I say the first step is cleansing, which we've talked about. So trying things on and getting rid of things that don't work. Then it's identifying the gaps that are in your wardrobe. So when you can get rid of what no longer serves you, it's really easy to see what's missing. So I find there's usually a pattern. Um, each client's different, but there's a pattern within their wardrobe. And often what's missing is, I call it the pain point. It's what you'd avoid. So if you don't like, you know, your thighs, let's say, I mean, the things I hear the most are my upper arms, my stomach, uh-huh. my thighs. Um, so I know all the pieces of a person's body that they don't like, but it's really important to dress to highlight the best parts about our bodies, which we often can't see or we don't even think about because we're so busy covering up what we don't like. So I find often the gaps in people's wardrobes are what they want to avoid shopping for because women want to shop and have fun. So they know they've got nothing to wear. They head to the shops. They go shopping. They can't really find anything. So they buy another top and they go home and they add it to the other 50 tops that they've got, but they still don't have anything to wear because they needed pants right. or bottoms. Yeah. So if you can understand what you do 
when you shop. We all have a habit of um, how we shop because we want it to be fun and enjoyable and we'll do anything to avoid pain. So, yes, I need pants. No pants here fit me. I can never get pants to fit me, so I'll buy another top because it's easier. So my job is actually to push the pain point and fill that gap because that's that's the breakthrough. That's the now I've got lots of outfits to wear. Now I get it. Uh, So that's definitely part of how you can create a dream wardrobe. Um, So shopping with purpose. I need bottoms. I need the right shoes. I need a jacket. So I don't shop with women in a frivolous capacity, although I'll make it lots of fun. It's more about filling gaps um, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that's where the joy comes. Um, And then, uh, yeah, understanding your own body shape, um, knowing, so instead of, like a lot of women will cover up parts of their bodies that they don't like, Mm -hmm. but while they're doing that, they're often covering up parts of their body they should be showing off. Mm -hmm. So especially like a woman's um, shape is often, you know, from the bust running down to their waist, that beautiful shape there. Mm -hmm. If you're covering up the tummy that you're conscious of, you're often wearing a boxy top and losing some shape. But there's other ways, the art of dressing can highlight parts while still taking Mm -hmm. the eye away from the bits that you are um, more conscious of. So understanding your body and knowing what your best parts are is powerful Mm -hmm. um, because that's that's a different way to shop as well. Um, and then accessories, I love accessories. So um, being able to add your personality, add fun to your wardrobe, add colour to your wardrobe. I say to people, if you're on a really tight budget, accessories can be such a great way to add fun and enjoy getting dressed again. And it's a big part that women are confident because I think it's, I think the reason women don't know how to accessorise is because it shows confidence so uh, those elements those different elements colors shapes and what have you yeah yeah and yeah. It, it screams confidence so people say oh you know I saw this woman this morning she was walking down the street she was wearing red shoes and her I can't remember her outfit but those shoes made me think where's she going what is she doing you know so it screams confidence mm-hmm. uh, so accessorizing and I mean, it's not necessarily wearing earrings or a necklace. It can be a scarf or a belt or having the right bag, um, the right shoe to pull outfits together. Um, yeah. Okay. One of the questions I have is why and when do people or women, men, find it really, really hard to let go and get stuck in the letting go process, say with their wardrobe, whether you've experienced that or not? I'm curious about mm. that a little bit just so... You know, maybe there may be someone who needs to have that insight and go, oh, okay, that's what I do. Yeah, I think that's an interesting question because I think it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But you could wrap it up and say it comes down to the rules that people place on themselves. Um, so mm-hmm. often they're having a conversation in their head that I don't necessarily know what they're thinking. So if I'm getting resistance in the wardrobe, um, I'll say to them, you know, tell me what, how, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, no, I'm, I'm, because everybody learns differently and everybody thinks differently. So I might think, oh, they're not, they're not, they're not getting what I'm saying or they're not enjoying this. But actually the truth is in what they're actually thinking is I'm getting this. How have I not seen this before? Um, So sometimes it takes people a while to get into it. Other people are so ready. They're like, I mean, 
I think it's important to note as well that there's a big difference between if somebody said to me, I've bought your service to give to my wife. Mm. That's very different to a woman coming to me and saying, I'm ready for this. I want change. I want. So there's a big difference there because you need to be ready to, to do this process. If you really want to do the transformational styling, which I hope this isn't scaring people because it's actually not that scary. It's just, it's a process. It's not, it is. It's, um, but it's, it's a noble experience. It can yeah, be. but it's, a, it's something that you need to be ready for and open yeah. for. And that's where you really see, see the change and people, women understand and men, I mean, women are, are very different. We're more complicated. When I style men, it's um, it's much more about I just want to look good. I just I want to get compliments. I want to feel good. Um, women have more to unpack in terms of how they feel about their body. Mm. So knowing what works on your body and comes acceptance. And I know we talk about acceptance being mm-hmm. huge, but I get people texting me saying, I went to work this week and everyone asked if I've lost weight. And it's really interesting because they might have been the ones saying to me, I need to lose five kilos, I need to lose five And then they're like, actually, I just needed to wear clothes that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And so with that becomes acceptance of, okay, now I can exercise because it's good for my mental health or I want to exercise because I enjoy feeling strong and not necessarily uh, again, the shame of having to exercise to lose weight and, you know, the ugliness with that, it's more about accepting this is who I am right now mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah, I want to dress for that. I want to feel good in the body that I've got. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's does that make sense? Of course it does and it's so powerful to be able to work with that because um, we can't see it ourselves mm. often. You know, I, I think what you do is educate so therefore you know when we learn about that we can continue to implement that and I have through education although for me it's like play particularly mm. food you know I like to play with my wardrobe whereas before it was so it was overwhelming mm. um, but because I've allowed myself to have that space to create and be creative it's kind of like things just happen and, and I, I love it and I enjoy my clothes and, and it should be fun it should be fun to go get dressed and it shouldn't be about covering yourself up and getting through the day. It should be, look at this fun outfit. This is how I'm going to approach my day. You know, we get dressed first thing in the morning and, you know, I say to people, it doesn't matter what you spend on your clothes. It's that you've got the right clothes to support what you're doing in your life. And, love and yeah, it's like we open up the door and we leave we leave and we go out into the world. And, you know, there's so many statistics around this, but we're judged accurately or inaccurately very quickly when we meet somebody for the first time visually we it's all non-verbal we haven't even had a chance to to talk yet and you can say that's frivolous and judgmental but it's the world that we live in and no one's saying oh that's a $800 designer dress they're saying wow she looks really fresh and she looks trustworthy or she looks like a woman that I'm curious about or you know but clothes can be the tool that can help you portray the person that you want to be. Mm. It can be the missing piece of puzzle, especially women in business. It can be that, you know, I went into a legal firm last week and that was really 
insightful because a lot of those women said, I don't even value clothes, don't care about clothes. Um, but then when we really worked on it and tried to visualise, we, we, I made them cut and paste and mm-hmm. get creative because they're not in a creative field. And they found that really difficult, but it sort of unlocked something for them that they realised, oh, yeah, you know, this, this can be something I can play with and I can do differently and how will that make me feel? So that acknowledgement, there was that kind of insight. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And there was a lot of resistance because wow. they're in a legal firm. They're like, well, I just wear whatever. I don't care. Um, they were like, I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I don't value them that much. And But asking the right questions, I found out that they all said, yeah, I don't know what to wear when I go out on the weekends. In fact, I caught up with girlfriends last week and I felt really daggy and I wanted to I wanted to, I looked around the room and everybody else, you know, had just jeans and a nice top on and I felt frumpy. And it's like, you you know, you can be ripping yourself off from the experience of a nice time out. Um, so they started to see the value of clothing in a different way. It wasn't so much about work. It was more about their identity because, you know, there's a, usually a part of your life that you find harder to get dressed for. And often it's the part where it's about you and your personality and your, you know, it's very easy to go to work and wear a uniform. You know what's expected of you. About that, Bernadette, because you've talked about this quite a few times and, you know, certainly in my work, part of who we are is also the playful part, that inner child and the creative Mm. part, which gets hidden, forgotten, shut off. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, invite that part out, which is so, that that excites me. You know, it's so beautiful that we can do that through, I mean, you know, I just think to my little girls, like any any kid, particularly girls, because of that, yeah, do dress up small. But even boys, of course, boys do dress up. I see it all the time with my own children. Like my son, just my middle son, my middle child, just turned ten, mm. and for his birthday, he got a skateboard and um, some, you know, tie dyed t shirts, and he wears his like socks pulled up with Santa Cruz written on the side, and he doesn't care what anyone else is doing. He's like, I'm on. I'm you know, he loves running and he, he loves being on his scooter and he puts his clothes on according to that. It's like, that's what I'm doing. And, you know, my daughter, when we pick clothes for her, they have to have pockets because she puts treasures in her pockets and that makes her feel good. And, you know, I think we can learn a lot from watching kids get dressed because they haven't placed limitations, rules, or, I mean, I don't know about other people's kids, but my kids don't have any body issues yet. Um, hopefully, you know, it stays like that. They're very active and we tell them bodies are meant to be strong and um, we don't really talk about what bodies look like. It's about how bodies feel and nourishing them. And I don't know, I'm not saying we're getting it right, but I don't feel that they noticed yet that getting dressed is about concealing anything. Um, so... Uh, Watching kids get dressed, I think we can learn a lot. They they don't have they don't have the restrictions and rules that we've placed on ourselves over time. Um, they they get dressed for fun. That's right. Unless we impose those restrictions, because um, you know, I, in the past, I would be mindful. I had to learn of what I was perhaps doing to them when when I say doing to them, you know, mm. I was saying, oh, you know, we're going to a restaurant. It's more appropriate to wear that. And then I, but they were only two or three. So I really mm. came out of that because I wanted them to have that. Whereas now, you know, we might, so it's a different conversation that we're having, which is, well, what do you think would be more appropriate, you know, to wearing to a restaurant compared to a park? Mm. I don't know if I'm having, you know, that. To be- I think it's important to teach our kids that because 
um, they're learning at a young age that how they present themselves matters. I, I, I found this a really interesting comment the other night. I was at um, the information night for my son starting high school mm-hmm. and the principal said, um, these are the rules around wearing a uniform. You know, um, girls wear small earring, the, the dress comes to knee length, the boys this, whatever. And he said, the reason we wear a uniform is to look as a leveller. We're all equal. Mm. We, it's not about that they can afford these clothes and you can wear that and you're a dag or you're this. Yeah. It's a leveller. And I thought that's so interesting because I'm always talking about how clothes can elevate you and give you confidence. But sure, it's a level of the kids because they're there to learn. And I thought, oh, that's such an interesting, that's a different way of me thinking about clothing. Because oh, it's also context dependent, isn't it? Mm. You're, so, yeah, so it is. And, and I think that the conversation that we're, we're having is appropriate now for the, the age where they're at, which is 10 and um, 9 and 7, 7 mm. and a half, 9 and a half, um, because my older one is more into her sneakers, tights, mm. you know, and mm. kind of fun tops that reflect who she is, usually animal, some kind of animal um, characters. But then it's like, okay, well, we, how can we bring that in but keep it context-dependent in a way that, yeah. you know, makes it more appropriate yeah. without, without um, yeah, inflicting, say, my own bias around what I think would be appropriate for her or, yeah, mm. keeping her own individual personality, which is interesting. Yeah. And I really, I involve my kids in purchasing clothes because I know that mm. that way they're going to wear them and I approach their wardrobes the same way as I approach a client's wardrobe it's like mix and match and do you really need more of that when you don't have this and you know I think it's I, I hope that I'm teaching my kids about not having to need a lot of things in their wardrobe but just having the right things I think yeah. that's very powerful very powerful I'm still you know I'm still cleaning out and I want to be able to get to like tiny section in my wardrobe I think that would be a really that would be a very empowered place for me to be in I mean I've got you know I've got half a wardrobe or mm-hmm. more than that um but I'm looking forward to that I'm curious yeah about mm-hmm. getting to that stage although now I love playing with it and if it's certain yeah. I love it I'm you know I'm okay with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right so I guess the other question I wanted to ask you, Bernadette, is for women listening and men listening later on as we podcast this, um, I'm curious, what do you want them to know? What do you want them to know when it comes? Like, you know, things to keep in mind. Like you've shared some really, really important things. But as maybe as, as a tip, maybe as something that's empowering that, that you can really lead them to think about that has a very empowering impact on them, what, what do you want them to know? Oh, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, that we all have style mm-hmm. because fashion is trends and what we can see in the stores and what we're told to buy, they're the trends, but we all have style. We just often don't have time to think about what that looks like. So people say, oh, I'm such a dag or I already like my style, but I get women that come to me that I would never describe as being daggy or lost they just sometimes need to want to elevate their style because you know we feel flat when we, we when we continue to do what we already know so when you look in your own wardrobe and what you've already got you can only wear what you've got there and when you get sick of wearing that you're in a style rut uh-huh. and do you know what I mean? So, so people come to me at all different levels of style and understanding style mm-hmm. and so your style is made up of like we've talked about this, clothes that suit your body shape and colour, 
what reflects your lifestyle, what makes you feel good and who you want to be when you go out into the world. So everybody has a style and sometimes it's just taking the time to understand what that is can help you get out of a style rut. So if you're feeling flat, you're feeling like you've got a wardrobe but you're not getting any joy out of it, it's going back and thinking, okay, what does style mean to me? What do I want it to look like? Who inspires me? What could I do differently? Mm. Um, and what could I look at for inspiration? You know, that's the sort of things that I work with on people is we all have a style. It's just getting, getting it out of people and saying, okay, who inspires you? What, what is it about them that you like? So someone might say to me, um, someone said, oh, who was it? So like a good example, if somebody's quite stylish, they, like, they might say, I love Olivia Palermo, but I'm not that skinny or I'm not that, I don't have that much money. But if we pull up images of what, how she puts clothes together and, you know, the colours that she's wearing and, you know, how she's putting elements of her outfit together, often people have those in their wardrobes. Mm-hmm. So um, I want everybody to know that you don't have to feel blah in your clothes. You, you don't have to feel like you're stuck in a rut. You should feel and enjoy getting dressed. And that's, what I, that's why I love what I'm doing because I think, it, yes, it's only clothes and, yes, it's just a wardrobe full of clothes, but I think it flows into so many more parts of your mm. life, personal and work, yeah. yeah. So in the one hand, there's no formula. I mean, yes, there are some great guiding tips in terms of what you share, you know, uh, shopping with purpose, understanding Mm. your body type, um, that kind of stuff and, you know, why you're keeping certain things. But there is no formula when it comes to the needs more. Again, it comes back to really uncovering and discovering who you are at this point in life. Um, Mm. And on that, before we wrap it up, Bernadette, on that, just... What about, what about this? I'm just curious about this because this is something that I've gone through and I tend to go through this. Maybe it's, maybe it's kind of plateaued um, past, maybe past, I'd say four years ago where I was doing a lot of, you know, a lot of personal growth. There was a phase in my, in my life where clothes, like it's like I was outgrowing those clothes really quickly, mm. whereas now that's plateaued and I'm just mm. curious about that. That's interesting. Yeah. So I say style is always evolving. Mm-hmm. So if I work with somebody's wardrobe and we get a really good core sense of who they are and what's working for them, then I think we should always be adding to that and taking away from that because the person that we are, with style. if you're stylish and you're invested in your style and what that means for you, you should always be challenging yourself so that you're not in a rut. Mm. So um, I find the first time I work with someone, it's quite a leap, but then it's just layers um, and it can be just adding, you know, maybe they're not ready for pushing, you, you know, we might be able to get you into this, but next time I see you, we might be able to get you into this because you've felt how that feels. You've done something different. You realised trying something different and breaking your own rules paid off. Um, you're ready for more because it's addictive. You know, you, you want more of that. The addiction is the fear. Yeah. 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 Um, so style should be evolving. We shouldn't, it shouldn't be just like mm-hmm. enjoy. It should be cool. You know, I'll get messages from people saying, I saw this in a magazine and I think I'm ready to try this or I've seen this trend and I, I think I can pull this off or, yeah. you know, I'm ready for more because, 
I've enjoyed so much what we purchased together. Mm. Um, I've wanted so much that I'm ready for more. Mm. So, and you know what, we should be still investing in more clothes. I, I'm all about sustainability and really cost per wear. So if I shop with somebody and we nail it and they wear those clothes so much that they need new ones, then fantastic. It's way better than the clothes sitting in a wardrobe with tags on them. Thank you for sharing that because then that, I think that probably points to a time when we had some fun together and, you know, I, we, I got very clear on, on what works for me and what is my style and why I love it. And then it's maybe plateau because I know that and I'm just playing with my wardrobe. Mm. Um, but I have a feeling that not in the, um, in the too distant future, I'll be up leveling. So we'll be having some fun together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bernadette, thank you so much for that. You know, there is so much to, to style. There is so much to mm. our clothes and why we wear the clothes that we don't or don't wear the clothes mm. that we don't. Um, I know that for anyone who is more interested in the work that you do, they can find more information. Probably your website would be the best place to start. Yeah, you? I think website's a good place. You, you can find that? out a bit more about my packages, what I do, yeah. uh, what I've been involved in. and um, But, yeah, you know, I love when people just reach out to me and say, I know I need you, but I don't really know why I need you. Um, you don't need to know that. Um, that's my job, you know, so don't overthink it. If you think it's something, it's something you've been thinking about or something that I've said today has sort of gone, yes, that's me. Um, I'm more than happy just to have a chat because, um, I will be able to find out what it is that you need. Um, just by, I've worked with hundreds of women. I, you know, there are patterns and you don't need to have all the answers when you come to me. That's part of the process is being able to listen and ask questions and you don't need to be prepared. You know, people say, what do I need to do? Yeah, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Like, no, that's why you're paying, you know. Yeah. Well, you or me in the case, I yeah. always put that with clients. I just needed to prepare for our session. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's yeah. It's nice to know. Just, just turn up and just. Yeah, just turn up. Yeah, and breathe. <laughs> and breathe, exactly. And breathe. <laughs> All right, so the website is thatsmystyle.com.au. Um, and they can find and or just follow me even on Instagram if you're curious. Um, I often share experiences or little yes. things that I've learned with my clients. I try to just share things that could resonate with people. So, you know, even follow um, and you know message me um, or yeah, just just follow and get a bit, bit more curious about what what I do. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. Any last comments um, that you want to share? Oh, look, I could talk forever about this topic, I think. Um, I could talk forever about this with you. Sorry? I, I could talk about this forever with you. We usually do. We just, we can just It talk. can just go in so many different hour ride drives where we've just talked and talked. Yeah. <laughs> it's all so intertwined and, you know, I think we all know the power of cleansing and the power of getting rid of things that don't serve us. And, you know, this is an outsource of something that, you know, is really a gift. Like I say to people, it's really a gift of an investment of time for yourself and freeing you of things that you, you don't need to hold on to. Or it could be just learning so that you don't make more mistakes and spend money on things that you don't need. So, um, yeah, I, I look, like I said, I could talk forever. <laughs> so right, I'll leave everyone with that round two. Maybe we'll have part two of this. <laughs> 
at some stage, definitely. All right, Elizabeth, thank you so much. Um, thank you. Um, my pleasure. It's always um, wonderful to be able to share your wisdom in terms of the work that you do. Um, and that website, again, is thatsmystyle.com.au. Lots of great content. You know, you're always sharing amazing content on the website, but also on um, Instagram. So hope that you'll be able to connect with Bernadette and um, I'm going to see you around. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations. Empowered Conversations.